Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beauty of Birth podcast. Today, I am interviewing my Aunt Sharon, actually at the lodge that we go to every year with my family. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get as many as I wanted. I was hoping to interview more of my aunts, but it just didn't work out with taking vacation and wanting to just be together, and we I just didn't end up doing very many. I just did my Aunt Sharon, so... I was hoping to have more to put on, but this has definitely been a busy summer, and it's been, so I haven't been able to get as many as I wanted, but that's okay because I'm not strictly trying to put myself on a schedule of I need, that I need to always be getting one every week or anything, so I knew that the summer would be a little more busy, so I wouldn't be able to do as many, but I'm hoping, I do have some, like a few friends or family that have given birth that I'm hoping to have come on here soon so we'll see how that goes the fall should be easier for me to do some more birth stories in other news me and joel are very excited that we are having a baby girl we found out the gender a while ago we did a little gender reveal party with just my family and joel's family and that was really fun and i was pretty surprised because i thought i was having a boy just because i already have one and i don't know i just was not expecting to have a girl so that was really exciting so we're super excited about that and everything is looking really well for baby girl and yeah we can't wait to have a baby just before Christmas (laughs) that would be super fun anyway now I will be putting on my aunt Sharon's birth story hello hi Miriam (laughs) if you could just first talk about a little bit about yourself and your family okay I am Miriam's aunt I'm her mom's (laughs) sister and I have five children. Um, my oldest son just got married two weeks ago. And um, they are, I guess the kids are 23, 21, 18, 15, and 13. And um, I'm married to my husband, Wolf, and we live in Vineland. And um, The most exciting thing about us is that we are expecting to be grandparents. My daughter is having twins, identical girls, uh, coming hopefully on September 8th. So we're really excited about that. That's so cool. So how were your pregnancies with your children? Um, So I got pregnant with Nate when we had been married for six months. And I had a bit of a rough go with it at first, but it wasn't too, too bad. I mean, I did throw up quite a bit, but not as much as Miriam's mom and Miriam's mom was pregnant before me. So um, that was a, gave me a little bit of a feel for what it would be like. So I wasn't, um, I, it's not like I didn't know anything. Um, so it went overall pretty well, I would say. Um, and the other ones, were similar I didn't actually throw up all that much but I felt generally quite nauseous until my last one my last one was really uh, a rough go and um, it was I she was sitting on my tailbone really badly and I couldn't sit and it was just really really uncomfortable and I think the worst part for my husband is that I was so tired all the time um, thankfully I could sleep well because I know a lot of people have trouble sleeping when they're pregnant but I slept really well so so well that I like to go to bed really early <laughs> which is kind of boring for my husband but uh, especially with the last one just a really rough go of it and I felt nauseous like 
the whole time I was pregnant and because she was sitting on my tailbone awkwardly she ended up being like a 10 pound baby so um it made it really hard for me to sit and I just yeah not not loving that part of it but with the other pregnancies I did I enjoy it quite a bit and they were born over the course of 10 years so there was time in between to recover too but uh, generally I loved being pregnant as far as feeling the baby move not loving the other parts that much but yeah it was uh, generally it was not a bad experience other than the last one so when did you start to feel better uh, with Nate I think I felt that was my first one I think I felt better like maybe like at 20 weeks or something like that and then I think I did actually have quite a bit of energy then. But I also gained a lot of weight every time, which was not mm. fun. Like some people have this nice little ball out the front. That was not me. I sort of just expanded and got really large. Uh, so, yeah, not as cute pregnant lady as I'm sure you were so cute. <laughs> Didn't feel very cute. Um, anyways, but with the other ones it seemed to just progressively get worse don't okay. let that depress anybody who's going to have more children but for me that was <laughs> how it went because other people did I've heard of a lot of people that it progressively got better yeah but it's really you just can't even say you don't no, know there's no way to predict it no. and I noticed no, no difference between the boys that I had and the girls that I have because I have three boys and two girls but it didn't really seem to make any difference yeah. so that's always interesting to me how it's you just you want to think there's a pattern sometimes there is sometimes you do end up having the same sort of pregnancy like I for the second one it's been exactly the same as my first but and you're even having two different so it yeah doesn't, doesn't mean anything about the sex of the baby but yeah no with the other ones it was very similar I think I threw up less and less as the pregnancies went on but that was mostly because I developed some coping mechanisms for how to keep my food in that didn't mean I felt better but it helped out so anyways the bad taste in the mouth was always a horrible thing but I chewed a lot of gum and yeah gum helps yeah was Nathan your first one your easiest pregnancy you'd say then because since you um, said they got worse yeah I think he probably was my first also because I mean the easiest also because you don't have any other kids to care for so when I felt like lying down I just lay down yeah you know yeah. and then when you have other kids it was a little more tricky obviously to tricky. try to work that out yeah. but um yeah but I would say he probably was the easiest pregnancy that I had so yeah all right so how were your labors well my husband and I spent a lot of time reading the book what to expect when you're expecting going through the labor and delivery Aww, part yeah it was really cute, cute. Wolf was always it reading it that's yeah so funny. you know what how are we going to do this when it the time comes etc but um with Nate it was funny because two weeks before he was born my doctor said to me I don't normally make predictions but I think for sure you're going to have this baby early Oh, so I went home and it was our first so I was overjoyed and we were so excited about this and then he ended up being 10 days late yeah it was awful <laughs> why do you even say that I, I feel know. like they should just not say that I know I wish she hadn't said anything know. because it made every day like you know we yeah, were so worse. excited about yeah. this baby coming that it was just a little painful to every day be like and I also had a lot of Braxton Hicks so it was um, I would think 
you know, oh, it's going to be today. And then I'd go to sleep and wake up and I was like, oh, I guess it's not today. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. So anyways, in the end, it turned out okay. So he was born in the hospital in Woodstock and it was really interesting because when we came, the nurses were really excited to see us because they hadn't had any babies born in several days. Oh. Because it was a country, like more of a country hospital. I mean, Woodstock's not that small, but still. And they had it a whole new maternity ward. Oh. Yeah, so it was really lovely. So we arrived and I had lunch. And because I wasn't really in very active labor, the doctor came in and broke my water. And then I was in labor for the afternoon and then he was born and I had dinner. It oh. was really quite lovely. <laughs> it was a lot of ways. Like, you know, like obviously it, it hurt, right? It's yeah. not like it doesn't hurt or anything like that. But um, yeah, it does. It's a, a painful process. But for me, that was really great. And I didn't tear or anything like that. So uh, I was able to get up right after. And then in that hospital, because it was small, they had me stay for two nights. Okay. And they helped me take care of the baby. And I was so thrilled because I he was the first that we had. And I was so excited to Aww. be a mom. So it was really lovely. How old were you? I was 23. Okay. Yeah. And he was a really good size. He was 813. So he was a pretty big for a first baby. And that was lovely. When we brought him home from the hospital, he did scream the whole way in the car, and it was about 20 mm. minutes away. And then we were a little bit like, You're suddenly oh, like, what happened? Like, what are we supposed to do? But generally, he was a really, really good baby. Um, except that I had a ton of problems with nursing. <laughs> so that was not his fault. That was, I guess, my fault. I mm, sort I of, blame. yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing very much and I somehow assumed that nursing was really natural and easy and it wasn't um, for me. Um, I wasn't very careful about how he was latching on and so I got a lot of um, cracks and then uh, yeah I got mastitis and then when the mastitis sort of cleared up I was still really sick and then we weren't sure what to do with that and then finally the doctor actually took a sample because I, I had a lot of pus even Ugh. and she took a sample and I had a staph infection oh so was that one step further than mastitis yeah okay yeah so it was terrible because he was born in October and I was really affected by the cold it made my whole like I would have shooting pains in my chest so it was really awful um, but I, I really felt at that time that it, it was bad not to breastfeed and so I kept plugging away with it and uh, going to breastfeeding clinics and just trying my best to make this work um but uh anyways it just it was not not a good time my husband was great and my mom came and helped out and I actually went and stayed with her for a few days because I was just really struggling with the whole thing um but in the end I kept going and then I had to give it up and I had a really good cry about it and I used to have dreams this was really weird but I would have dreams uh, that it was not good for him to be on a bottle Aww, but I just so really sad. had to give it to the Lord and in the end when I prayed about it 
I reminded myself of all the kids I knew who had been fed by a bottle and were looking healthy and well. So uh, that was good for me. And he went on a bottle and he was super happy and I healed up and I was super happy. (laughs) How long did you try for? Oh, about six months. That is really long. Yeah. I How kept... did you do that? I would I don't not know. be able to do that. Oh, it was I crazy. Think. I was having so much trouble. It was not fun. Uh, so it was just a difficult time. But I still really enjoyed him, even though like I don't look back and be like, oh, Newt, that was terrible. Um, but yeah, it helped me moving forward for the other pregnancies. Um, to, and especially for nursing afterward to know what not to do perhaps or something uh you know just to be a little more careful to be a little more relaxed and to maybe if I need to go to another room I think I was a little panicked like I was going to miss out on stuff if I went to nurse my baby in another room for Mm -hmm. half an hour you know when they're little yeah um but I just really had to give that up and be like if I need to go somewhere else if I need to stay home from an event I I felt like I wanted to just keep going to everything and bringing him with me but yeah you know I should have just relaxed a little bit more and um let him figure it out better so that would be my only advice probably with breastfeeding would just be don't rush it too much don't panic do what you need to do if you want to do it yeah but don't feel badly if you don't either yeah because it's not a terrible thing it's a wonderful thing if it works Mm -hmm. but it doesn't uh, it's when you feel really guilty it's not a not a nice feeling no so yeah so that was that was him Chris was even better she was actually like a textbook of I woke up in the night <laughs> felt labor pains woke up my husband and said I think we need to go to the hospital went to the hospital and she was born like it was just <laughs> like the book so that was really great and and because I'd had that experience with breastfeeding before uh, I had learned a lot from that and so it did go better it was still not great as far as like my baby start off really big but my milk must just not be that fattening or something because they don't grow that that fat or chubby so um and then brad was totally different because i thought it would go quickly because Kristen had gone quickly um but then it ended up being really long and right through the night how long was Nate's your first? Nate's was I think five hours from start to finish. Oh, that's really yeah, short. so really short. And, and Chris as well was about that. But then Brad oh. was so I was you know you kind of think after two babies it's probably going to be the same, right? But uh, so I went to the hospital in the evening, and my mom came to get my other kids, and I thought I'll be able to call you by like ten o'clock. No. Nope. <laughs> didn't work kept going kept going and I was just like this is taking forever we ended up being awake the whole night and he was born toward the morning okay so So. which is really hilarious because Uncle Wolf was always like that was horrible I had to stay up all night oh no (laughs) I was like you stayed up all night I just did all that work it was pretty (laughs) funny um but not the fun most fun to have a baby through the night because not only are you tired from the labor but you're tired because you lost the entire night of sleep and then right away in your bedroom and you go home right away and it's like wow tiring did how long was that one that was probably I mean even then I'm not complaining because some people have labors for hours it was maybe like 
10 hours but not like hard hard labor like I had to do a lot of walking around because I was not progressing very much I actually had the interesting thing that with all five of them my water never broke on its own okay is that not usual that it never breaks on its own? um usually people have their water break on their own oh yeah but none like of water mine. people don't have it break on their own no maybe I don't know a lot of you know people have had it that it breaks on in the car or whatever I never had anything like that wouldn't want that no no you wouldn't want <laughs> anyway. that that's really not nice but anyways it was okay so then when I had Ryan two years later I was like I'm gonna be prepared this is gonna be a long time and so the nurse came in I was reading a book actually and he as well was two weeks late they were gonna oh. induce me the next day were they all late uh, Chris was two days early, so she totally took me by surprise. That, that was my would be, second That one. would take me by surprise. Yeah. And then Brad was actually right on time, although it was kind of weird because I went into the hospital, and that's why it took so long. I had to walk and walk and walk, and then right. finally they broke my water, and then it started. I almost wondered if I just stayed home, if it would have, like, if I could have gone a couple yeah. more days. Yeah, But, and then Ryan and Lauren as well were two weeks late. So, really late. That is. They let you go that late? Yeah. I'm surprised they don't even let you go that, that late, late a anymore. Lot of times. Yeah. yeah. And they were both really big. They were both close to 10 pounds. Were, so. Did you have all doctors? I had a doctor because with Nathan, I had this lovely British doctor who still delivered babies. So, I had her. For all of them? For Nate only. Oh. He was born in Woodstock, and then the, the four other ones were born in Brampton. And again, we had this lovely Christian family doctor Aww, who delivered is, babies. So you I might as well like, stick with I'm us. I'm just stick yeah, with him. If you really like your doctor. Yeah. He was really great, and he even you know would ask both to pray after the baby was born and Aww, stuff. Oh, so. that's so sweet. Yeah, so it was really a, a neat experience. Um, on the whole, Brampton is a very busy hospital. Okay. So that part of it is not my favorite like the country Do people come in and out there. um of your room while you're oh yeah there's like lots of people coming in and out in fact with lauren it was quite terrible because i actually was in like the triage like so just with the curtained room oh. for such a long time and then i was like i have to push and uncle wolf went to find the doctor or the nurse and she was like oh i think you know I, he thought she he was joking she was like, well, I don't think she has to push yet, and there's no rooms right now, so we'll see. And what? He was like, she's had five babies. Like, this is well, her fifth. Just trust her. I know. I don't understand. It was really weird. Trust. So they finally did move me, and she was actually born, I think, like 10 minutes after we moved into the room. Oh. So I was only there for very short. Wow. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. It was so was fun, Ryan quick, too? Ryan was quick, too. Yeah. I, I went to the hospital thinking I was going to be there for a really long time. It was a Sunday morning, and I had been almost two weeks late. I was going to be induced, but then I started going in by myself, so uh, like into labor by myself. So I went in, and again, they broke my water, and then it went quite quickly. And they said to me, do you want to take a bath? And I was like, yeah, I would love to. And while she was running the water, she came back in, and I said, I don't think I can go. <laughs> I was like, I think I better just stay here. And he was born like... I never had to push very long at all, so I, okay. I consider that a great blessing because I've heard that from people that that's been very, very difficult for them. So I'm super thankful yeah. because that part usually was, I think the longest was maybe with Nate, it was half an hour, 
and yeah, the rest it was long. like less than 15 minutes pretty much so it was uh good and they were all very healthy thank you uh thankful for that too and um chris did have to go into the icu oh for a couple of days because she had swallowed the meconium oh okay so they were a little worried about her breathing but I just felt so thankful because she was almost 10 pounds and all the other babies in there were like tiny. So she looked huge. <laughs> oh my. And she was such a healthy yeah. baby. So, And in fact, it let me rest for a little bit. The fact that we stayed for two days because the, the nurses then looked after her and I got That's to sleep nice. really well. Yeah. Yeah. Did you so, always stay after? Nope. Uh, just with Nate because he was in Woodstock and then with Chris because she had swallowed the meconium I stayed for two nights and then Brad Ryan and Lauren I went home right away um or... I think Brad maybe I stayed one no I think I went home right away I didn't generally like to stay because we if again Brampton was a really busy hospital so it's yeah, kind of like if sense. I stay I'm just in a room with a lot of people and it's not very relaxing so yeah if if I feel well enough to walk and the baby's a really good weight then I just rather go home yep so that makes sense yeah and then lauren was also really late and that was really hard because um my husband wolf was a teacher and he had two weeks off for march break and she was due right at the very beginning and she was born at the very end so oh, no. it was really terrible Sad. so the whole two weeks i felt like wolf and all the kids were looking at me like can we have the baby already? Like can't do anything. No, and she also, that was the pregnancy I said was really hard, so I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, so those two weeks were really horrible. Um, but it was really funny, actually, because uh, Wilf and I are born, uh, I'm born February 24th and Wilf the 25th of July. And then all our other kids are born in the 20s as well. And then Chris, uh, when I was due with Lauren, it was like the 8th or something. And the kids said, oh, I bet she's going to wait till the 20th because we're all born in the 20s. And she did. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It was like, oh, you put a... Yeah, it was really hilarious. <laughs> so anyways, we are all now happily in the 20s. And you do forget about it really fast afterwards, yeah. right? It was, yeah, you just forget and you move on. And I was just so, so thankful to have her. Um, I'd really prayed to the Lord for a little girl again Aww. because I had, not that I don't, I love the boys too, but because I have four sisters, I really wanted yep. my daughter Kristen to have a sister. So this was a special gift from the Lord. And yeah, yeah, That's even sweet. though they're eight years apart, but it's good. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was so much fun to have her, and we all loved her to bits. So, yeah, lots of, most of them were similar, and really, in many ways, compared to most people's difficulties, I don't, I never tore for any of them. Wow, that's great. And my great. recovery was always really good, relatively speaking. But yeah. did you? Were they all natural? Yes, I never had any epidurals or anything. Didn't have time for it. No, like it didn't really have time. With Brad. Also, I had I had seen them give epidurals to people when I studied nursing, and the needle in the spine freaked me that out a little you bit. Out more. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. I was kind of determined that I was maybe gonna do it without. Although I've heard a lot of good things about it since. So, 
yeah maybe i would do it if i if i had ever done it again especially with brad like you were saying his was because it was so long it probably would have been nice to have had it but whatever it turned out that way and you did it that was good i did it made it through it wasn't unbearable like i had heard a lot of stories from people where they felt like they were out of control and i never had that i always had a you know a bit of time in between contractions to breathe and to regroup you know right so it was okay but yeah I'm just very thankful that I was able to have my own children and um it's yeah my best thing ever to be their mom <laughs> so Aww. yeah so your postpartums were all decently good. yeah they were pretty Besides good one of them I had ones. a bit of depression with it um never that I went to the doctor with it because it didn't last that long which I'm really thankful for because the couple weeks I did have it were quite terrible and I feel like the good thing about that is that it did give me a compassion for people who um who do struggle with it because you cannot talk yourself out of it Mm. I felt like I was in a deep hole and I uh, again went back a little bit to my desire for things to just be normal right away mm-hmm. um I just really really wanted everything to be normal and the kids to come home even though I in a way didn't want them to come home because yeah. I needed to rest with the new baby before I had all these other little people back but um it didn't last and I'm just so thankful to the Lord it didn't because that would have been difficult so yeah. But other than that, I recovered really well when you, you know, if you don't need C-sections and you don't have any stitches, it's quite remarkable, right? How you can bounce right back. So other than all the weight I had to lose, <laughs> that was the only, <laughs> but had time to do that later. So, yeah. Was there anything else unique or did you pretty much? Not really. Out, no, it was good. Out. The only thing that, um... Again, if I could just talk about breastfeeding, it would just be with, uh, I had mentioned the problems with Nate and then with Chris, Brad and Ryan, I had never the the same level of problems again because of the things I had learned, I think, from the first time. Um, But I never was able to feed them past six months. I never was able to breastfeed past six months. So um, that was somewhat disappointing for me. Uh, because I really wanted to try Mm -hmm. to do it longer but then when I did have Lauren it was very interesting because she was three months old and then we moved to live in Guatemala for a year and um, I really wanted to breastfeed her because you know we lived in a really rural town and so it was difficult to get formula for one thing but then also all the sterilization and just healthier for her too if I breastfed her so um, anyways I just threw any sort of schedule out the window and I pretty much fed her whenever I felt like it. Yeah. And I got up through the night with her twice for ages and then once till she was over a year. And I was able to breastfeed her for over a year, which to me was a miracle because I had never made it anywhere close to that before. So that's great. I think it was a miracle in part and also because I actually took the time to just sit down with her, which was um made all the difference i think yeah for me so um if anybody would ever be like i really want to breastfeed better that would be some of the tips that i would give is 
take the time to sit down and make it a priority and don't rush too much to get back to your normal life in a crazy schedule. Mm-hmm. If you really want to if you really want to do it well and it doesn't come naturally, those are some of the things that you can do. Right. To to help yourself out with it. So if yeah, if that's what people are interested in, again, no guilt or shame if you feed no. a bottle. So uh-huh. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, otherwise I'm just I think it's a sad thing to me if people choose not to have any children when they can it's just really a great gift from the lord to be able to have a baby and while on the one hand i was super sure that the lord after lauren that that was the end for us i did feel slightly sad that i would never have it again Mm -hmm. the feeling of that i gave birth to this child who is a part of both wilf and i and um I'm just so blessed that I had that five times and Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for that. So yeah, that's great. Do you have any other advice that you would give? Um, no, just take care of yourself (laughs) and don't, uh, yeah, just try to, uh, sleep when you can sleep. And I never had to take diclectin or anything, but you do learn, you know, what, foods help you the best and what things help you out the most and and then the real joy and challenge happens afterward when you have a child to raise (laughs) so and I won't even get into parenting advice because (laughs) I don't have a lot on that but yeah have uh babies and trust the lord with your future it's a great thing Mm -hmm. so Okay, well, thank you for coming on. It's great to have you. Yeah, thank you for listening to me. (laughs) No, I love to listen to you and the other aunts. It's cool to hear your guys' stories, too. Yeah, well, uh, we're super excited that now you guys are having babies and we can share in your joy. Be the great aunts. (laughs) It is wonderful. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beauty of Birth podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye. Theme song brought to you by my husband, Joel Pennings, playing on the bass guitar and myself playing the electric piano.